Hello, everybody, and welcome on into the Blake Show NBA Sports Betting Podcast on the Believe Podcasting Network. Uh, coming to you nationally on TuneIn Believe Betting Radio, YouTube, and wherever else you listen to your sports podcasts. I'm your host, Blake Atwell, and on this podcast, we're going to be diving into everything NBA. If you're looking for NBA betting insight and analysis, uh, this is definitely the show for you. Beginning next week, I'm going to be making two shows per week. Just wanted to do one uh, at the end of this week to get things started. Um, on this show, you're going to see me talk game bets, futures, and even more stuff um, on the betting side as it relates to the NBA. Uh, from there, I want to try to give you guys a good balance uh, with this podcast of telling you why I'm suggesting to back one side or another. Um, so as I said, you know, the outlook for the show is to bring you that good mix of uh, both betting and basketball analysis. Um, I want to tell you guys a little bit about me before I get started with the first show. Um, as I said off the top, my name is Blake. I am a sports producer based currently in the greater Boston area, originally from Southern California. Uh, I graduated from the University of Miami last May. Um, I've been working in sports for the better part of about seven years now. I currently work for DraftKings as an associate producer, and I also edit highlights for CNN Sports. Uh, my other career stops have included the Miami Heat, NBC, and others. So the with that out of the way, let's uh, get things started with the first episode. Alrighty, guys. So today we're going to discuss the two national TV primetime games on the NBA slate. We got the Lakers and the 76ers at 7.30 and the Bucks and the Mavericks at 10. So let's start with the Lakers and the 76ers. So the Lakers are 10 and 14. The Sixers are 12 and 12. This is definitely a big game for both sides. Both conferences are pretty compact at the moment. Uh, the Sixers are in eighth place in the East. Uh, they're just one game, though, behind the Brooklyn Nets for the four spot. Meanwhile, the Lakers are two games out of the plan in the West and three games out of the seventh spot, so kind of that top end um, of the plan looking into the playoffs. Um, and I think the the biggest thing that you need to watch um, is as of this morning, LeBron James and Anthony Davis were both listed as probable for the Lakers. I want to quickly add as well on the Sixers side that they don't have Tyrese Maxey. Of course, he's dealing with a foot injury. It's going to continue to sideline him. It's sounding like um, for the next couple of weeks. Um, also on the Sixers side, we have DeAnthony Melton, who's day-to-day -day right now with a back issue. Um, now with all that taken into consideration as of this morning, again, 76ers are favored, um, by five on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the money line has the Lakers at plus 165 and the Sixers at minus 195. Now, if LeBron James and Anthony Davis play for the Lakers, I'm interested in taking the Lakers here. Um, and the main reason for this is just because of what we've seen lately out of those two when they've been on the court and they've been healthy together. Um, they had that stretch. They went eight and two over 10 games and they've dropped their last two games. Um, and they definitely can't afford to keep losing these games with where they are in the standings in the West, because while things are compact right now, it probably won't take long um, for the good teams to start separating themselves um, from the play-in team, from the bottom play-in teams, I should say, and then the, the lottery teams. I think once we get to Christmas and then into January, and then especially once the trade deadline um, nears. So with that being said, you would think if there's any chance that LeBron and AD can play, they will tonight, especially after um, neither of them played against the Raptors and, of course, against the Cavs. You know, LeBron played, had a a good game, but Anthony Davis left uh, with those flu-like symptoms. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, I would say that, you know, if they don't play, if, if, if Anthony Davis plays and LeBron doesn't, or LeBron plays and Anthony Davis doesn't, I don't think the Lakers have a shot in that case. If it comes out that one of them is sitting out tonight, take the Sixers <laughs> all the way. Um, but if they go, I'm definitely backing the Lakers. Um, as I said, and the main reason for this is because the NBA has not shown a way to stop um, sort of like prime Anthony Davis when he is just playing with kind of like that Mamba mentality when he's really um, commanding the ball and commanding sort of to be the focal point um, of the team when he's running that high pick and roll with LeBron James, even with Russell Westbrook as of late in that second unit, Russ loves to throw those, uh, excuse me, just uh, batted the mic there, but throw those lobs um, up in the air for, for Anthony Davis. It's hard to stop. I mean, it, it, it really is. And, you know, you saw the Lakers, they beat the Bucks. Uh, they beat a good Washington Wizards team um, with those two guys healthy and on the floor. Um, so I think when you're looking at, at betting odds here, take the Lakers. Um, you know, they're dogs in the matchup. And if those two guys are playing, you know, if those odds don't change and flip for the Lakers to be the favorites, I would back them. Um, what I want to make clear, though, again, you know, the Lakers ancillary pieces, definitely not good enough to compete with really anybody in the NBA, even with one of those guys on the floor, but definitely not with uh, with two. You know, you saw them like with the Cavs, with the Cavs game where Anthony Davis was out. I would see that this game plays out similarly to that if Anthony Davis doesn't play or LeBron kind of keeps them in the game for most of the game. But at the end of the day, the better team would win, which would be the Sixers um, in that case. Now, let's assume that Anthony Davis and LeBron James play. The big matchup in, in this game, obviously, I think out of you know the two teams is watching AD and Embiid kind of go head to head. You saw what AD did against Giannis. You know, Giannis got his, but AD kind of outdueled him. And, you know, AD definitely listens. You can tell of this chatter um, about him being street clothes and about him never playing. So when he does play, when he is healthy, um, I think you've really seen a shift in the Lakers offense from the start of the season when everybody was healthy. It's one thing for, you know, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, whoever else in the organization to say AD is the number one option. We're running it through him. The exception of the bubble, we have not seen that on the floor. We have seen you know, a lot of isolation ball with LeBron James kind of just doing his thing, or we've seen Anthony Davis shooting threes being passive and getting you a 25 and 10 performance, but not the 25 and 10 performance that you need if you're the Lakers to really compete in the league, which with um, not only the way that the roster is constructed, but also um, kind of with, uh, you know, those two guys being your, your, your top two stars, you're really trying to have Anthony Davis be the focal point of what you do. And I think you've seen that in the recent weeks when he's been on the floor, they're really prioritizing running those uh, LeBron and AD pick and rolls. They're, they're putting him in advantageous situations and he's also being assertive. He's being dominant. He's getting the ball in the post. He's not taking as many threes. He's taking like two to three, three pointers a game. That's also helped his efficiency. He's scoring inside at the rim. He's hitting mid range uh, jump shots. Um, so, you know, I think that, that the Lakers really have figured something out here <laughs> I don't know, you know, when, when they've been healthy, why they haven't been doing this for longer. It really, really since the bubble, you know, where Anthony Davis is, is kind of the focal point um, of the team. One thing I want to say about this AD and Embiid matchup, AD's averaging 27 and 12. Joel Embiid is at about 32 and 10, just monster, uh, monster uh, numbers. And I would say, you know, while my advice would be to back the Lakers, if, you know, if everybody plays, 
um, whoever wins that matchup is is going to win the game. Um, just like the Bucks game, you know, if Giannis had just edged out AD a little more, I think the Bucks would have pulled out that game. Same here. If Embiid can can edge out a sort of um, you know full strength Giannis, excuse me, full strength AD, um, I think that that uh, that the Sixers you know win um, in that outcome. So that's the first game. And then next up, after that game wraps up, we have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Dallas Mavericks. This is a fun one. <laughs> we got the Bucks. They're at second place in the East. They're at 18 and six. Um, the Mavs are currently seventh in the Western Conference, 13 and 11. But as we said, you know, earlier, and as you can see, when you look at these uh, NBA standings, the Mavericks are only three games back of the top seed in the Western Conference. So big game for them. You know, a win can can really do anything right now in the West when you're in that upper echelon. Uh, and not even upper echelon, you know, sort of that top end of the of the play in tournament <laughs> and and sort of up. Um on the on the Bucks side, you know, look, the Bucks in the East, clearly the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, so you know, the rest of the East is compact, but the Bucks and the Celtics have kind of already early in the season separated themselves. Um as of Friday morning on the DraftKings Sportsbook, this one is listed as a pick'em. Got Dallas at minus 105 on the money line, the Bucks at minus 115. The one thing that I would say, um, even though the Bucks have the better record and and sort of are, are definitely, I would say, a better team, is this is a tough game. Um, you're on the road, you're dealing with Luka Doncic. He's their whole offense, he's their whole team. Nobody in the league has really been able to, to stop him yet. Um, the Mavs have won three games straight, they're 10 and three at home. With all that being said, though, for reasons I'm gonna explain here in just a second. I am taking the Bucks, and you should too. And here's why: um, these teams played a few weeks ago, and the Bucks won by nine points. Giannis scored thirty. Luca scored uh, twenty-seven. Um, you know, Giannis outdueled Luca. The Bucks win. That's sort of in in a, in a simplistic form, sort of what you can say. But I think if you look at it in more detail, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that uh, the Bucks and Giannis have help. And Luca does not on the Mavericks. Um, Giannis has Chris Middleton back. Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen has been a good addition to that starting lineup this year. Brooke Lopez playing like vintage uh, leading scorer in the history of the Nets franchise, like New Jersey Nets. Brooke Lopez getting rebounds, hitting threes, um, playing well in the post, scoring through contact. So their starting five is 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 really good. And I think it's better than uh, than Dallas's. That's why I, I I'm back in the Bucks um, in this matchup. You know, the Mavericks, if they can figure out how to put together a better team around Luka, watch out, would be scary. You know, didn't work with Porzingis. Tim Hardaway is is a nice piece next to him. Um, I think that Christian Wood has been a really good addition to their team, but they just don't have the firepower, I think, to uh, to beat a, a Bucks team um, that is on uh, full strength. Um, the other thing I want to say, I don't really see anybody on the Dallas Mavericks that can defend Giannis. Um, and, and if you're asking me Giannis or Luca in this match, if I'm taking Giannis, I'm taking the bucks. Um, this game total on the DraftKings Sportsbook sports as of this morning was two twenty four and a half. I'm taking the over here all day. <laughs> these, these teams reached, uh, in over, you know, last time they played they, they reached over that, that mark, I should say that's listed this morning. The last time they played with the bucks winning. Um, and I see this game being no different. See it being a shootout. Uh, but I see the Bucks uh, outlasting the Mavericks uh, just like they did in that first matchup. 
Alrighty, everybody. And with that being said, that is a first show. I'd really appreciate it if all of you would add the show as one of your favorite radio stations at the link in the description. Uh, thank you all so much for your support. Thank you for watching the first episode and listening. Um, we're going to start the two episode per week format next week, and uh, we'll see you next time.